What's up, family? Uh, first off, my apologies for missing out on the last couple weeks. Wanted to commit to a schedule, but honestly, man, life has been uh, very interesting for me in these past couple weeks. Um, no excuse, but just I think from now on, I'll be way more committed to this podcast more than I more than I was. I, I think I've kind of figured out this audio thing and editing. Um, and just gonna keep pushing through and try to deliver good content from now on. Um, today's just gonna be a little, a little different. Uh, this is episode four, but everything that's happened with coronavirus and now the protests and, and riots and everything that's happening in the climate, I figure it just wouldn't be right to kind of stay on the same content. Um, I will touch finances a bit, but I feel like in these times, like it's it's really important to talk to those that are close to you and just make sure that they're okay. Not only, you know, due to finances, just because a lot of people are out of jobs, a lot of people are struggling, um, but just physically and mentally, man, like you just never know what could happen to someone close to you in any any sense of the word. So just kind of. It's kind of good to just appreciate those around you while they're here. Um, so I'll just touch a couple points. Um, we are a finance podcast. We are a drinking podcast. I'm sipping on some peanut butter whiskey right now, uh, which is crazy. My neighbor came by and just wanted to see how I was doing, which, you know, like, I think even I've taken that for granted. Um, it's, I mean, shout out to him, but... It was just crazy. He came by, invited me over to his place. Didn't even tell me it was his birthday on that day. Left me half a bottle and just wanted to make sure I was good. Just said anytime I need something, just hit him up or knock on the door. So, man, shout out to him. Um, but uh, I just talk about just my financial health. Like, again, man, I'm just blessed, honestly, just with how I've been taught and everything that's just kind of lined up. I have not been out of work at all during this whole period. I'm actually taking vacation soon, um, which is amazing. My sister's having a kid, so I'm super excited for that. And so I'm actually t using vacation, going back home and just hanging out with family for a bit. So I'm super thankful for that. Um, financially, I've hit a, a massive not a massive goal, but like just a, a nice financial milestone. But I'll probably touch on that on a later episode. Uh, don't really want to get too much into that. Um, physical health, which I figure would be next, going up level of importance, I guess. Uh, I'm doing pretty good, man. Like, I'm still eating terribly. I just haven't broken out of that. Uh, I'm a very um, methodical and routine person. My routine was broken, so my eating habits are off the walls. I think I spent maybe $200 in the month of May on fast food, which is unbelievable. I don't think I've spent that much money, like, the past, like, the first three months of the year on fast food. So, I got to get that back under wraps, but, you know, Colorado's been pretty, um, pretty forward as far as opening things up. Um, so my gym is actually open. So I've been going to the gym after throwing the whole mask and everything, but it's just been really useful for my physical health and getting back into shape. And Jesus, that first day was a living hell. I mean, 
it was just nonstop. He, he doesn't slack up on you just because you're not used to it again. Like, he just does what he does, uh, crew. So, that first day was um <laughs> was definitely a struggle. But, you know, I pushed through and uh, made it happen. So, um, I've been going uh, a little bit. My body's still getting used to it. So, I have more soreness than usual. Um, so, I've been taking more days off. Um, also, just being honest, just been slacking with it. Um, just haven't been feeling too positive, too good, like in good spirits. So um, I really need to start going back because that's the one thing that can kind of let me get all my energy out, let me get all my frustrations for the day out, for the weekend. Um, so uh, definitely we don't have the gym on Friday, but Saturday I'm going to be right up in there. So, um, And then that's probably about it for physical. And, and mental, man, I'm I'm struggling a bit. It's it's definitely a, a odd time. Um, just living in Baltimore County and uh, going to school in the area, I just remember the uh, everything that happened with Freddie Gray and the riots, and you could see um, you could see the city burning literally from my dorm. So it's just a weird state i don't really know how to put it in words so to say which isn't very useful for this podcast uh but it's just a lot of hurt you know like it's it's just very feel disconnected to people that you thought you were connected with you feel hurt at the place you're from you feel hurt by your community or lack thereof um it's just it's just tough um also i mean went through a lot of a lot of other issues as well um not gonna get too in deep into it but um family member of mine who i uh had really started to build a relationship with recently <laughs> which is cool we just watch ravens games and and just drink and and have a good time but uh he just went through some some health struggles um made it out like the champ he is and he's doing great but you know um just that moment of realization that you know like life is not life is not to be played with you you never think you always think it's going to be the elders that you know go essentially right like not to get too deep but i don't know me as 24 I i haven't had to deal with things like that from my family. My family is very healthy. My family also, um, at least the ones I'm I'm close with are in very decent areas of, of the of Maryland or Virginia. They don't have a lot of interactions that could put them in places of danger really. So it's just kind of eye opening and easily the last thing that you want to happen when you move out of state. And that was the one thing I was worried about because you know, I just can't be there for that person physically. And it's, um, yeah, it was just something I had to come to realization to that, you know, they know that I love them and that love will always be there. And, you know, sometimes that's enough. And, you know, s- most of the times we blamed ourselves for things that we can't control. I, I feel like I've been pretty good with that, but it's always been things that pertain to me you know, and not to other people that I truly love and have a connection with. Um, so I'm, I'm just super ready 
to see that person when I get home and and uh, just talk to them, just be around them, be around the, the energy and yeah, man, like I'm I'm excited for this trip. Um, work's been stressing me out, but I can't complain so much, man. Like I have a job. It's 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 kind of hard. Like I I make very very good money. In the grand scheme of things, at work, it's not, you know, the the worst setup. I'm still doing something I love, which is solve problems. I'm still working within a team. The team is a little shaky sometimes, but there's still some gems in there, and I, I truly appreciate those people. Um, but, man, management will ruin a situation. Uh, so that's been kind of just on my mind and just on another career aspect is um <laughs> I had uh I applied to man like six positions I also hadn't applied for a job since college because I got an internship and stayed with the company the whole time so this was kind of my first time back into the job like market essentially and looking and I applied to one fang company uh, if for the listeners if y'all don't know what fang stands for in the tech world just think of the biggest tech companies out, right? So Fang would, I think it stands for, it's like a couple A's in there, um, but it stands for like Facebook, Amazon, Apple, Netflix, Google, maybe a couple more A's or a couple more N's, I don't know. But um, I applied to one of those companies and didn't realize the whole interview process. I had a coding assessment that I had to do. Um, thought I completely bombed the coding assessment. I guess I did well enough to get through to the next portion. But just that first part of that just self-doubt just had me kind of shaking. Like uh it was kind of back like how I was in college and kind of just felt like I was failing and um just kind of really down on myself. Uh this time I, I kind of know how to maneuver through adversity a little bit more. So after my first hour or two of downing myself, I kind of buckled down and just kept on practicing, kept on trying to relearn things that I learned back in college. Um, and then I had the phone interview, and the phone interview, guy was super cool, telling me about his company and what he does, and just seemed really down to earth. Uh, personally, I think he talked a little bit too much, because he left me with like 10 minutes of the actual technical portion. And I absolutely, y'all, when I say I bombed this, like I thought I bombed the coding assessment, but I showed kind of like some some skills a little bit, right? Like it wasn't like I got zero out of 20 or whatever. Like I, I did a little something on there. I absolutely blanked on this interview. Like it was, man, it was a work of art. Like I picasso that joint. <laughs> so it, it was, uh, yeah, I knew as soon as I got off the phone, it was just like, yeah, that's a wrap. But at the end of the day, man, it was an experience, and I'm thankful for it, thankful for that opportunity to, to learn and just grow, and now I know what to expect from other companies and all of that stuff. So that didn't really key me down, but, um, yeah, man, mentally, it's just it's just been interesting. Um, you never expect when you move out that a pandemic is going to strike. And you won't be able to see the people you love most whenever you feel like it. Because that was just my one thing that kept myself comfortable. Is that knowing, well, I can always just catch a flight. No matter what, the money for me isn't an issue. 
my time isn't an issue. It's just if I want to see someone, I can always go see them, no matter where they're at. Um, but that hasn't been the case. So I haven't seen family or friends in over three months now. Be three and a half months. Um, it's just been an interesting time. Not only that, but the gym shut down. Um, so that little community that I was building and, you know, not really getting super close to people, but hanging out and kind of getting some energy out and just trying to bond with people. And, you know, we have something in common. Not only do we practice Muay Thai and we train and we spar together, but we also watch the fights together. Not only that, but then sports got absolutely uh, taken out of the equation. So it was just kind of like, what is my identity at this point? Like, I'm a super family-oriented person, at least with the family that I am close with. I love my friends to death. I, the one thing I was passionate about, Muay Thai, was taken. Um, and I can't see anyone. Like, I can't go anywhere. And I love to travel. And I was developing a, a flow of, I, I had places I was trying to go, so it was kind of, everything shut down at once, and it's just tough, man. Like, FaceTimes, FaceTimes can't can't substitute for a hug. Like, it's, it's just a different feeling, so, yeah, it's been a tough time, but this trip back, I'm really looking forward to it, so I just can't wait to see everybody. I'm feeling, I'm feeling a lot better, feeling a lot, um, feeling a lot more optimistic about everything. Um, my girl, my father, my mom have been talking to me and just kind of like keeping me in a good headspace, definitely. Um, but then lastly, lastly, man, this, this, uh, this George Floyd thing is, um, it, it's really just bad. I, I still haven't watched the video. <laughs> I just, I think I had seen that Eric Gardner video so many times. I just don't want to see, I don't want to see another black person murdered on film if it's not in cinema. Like, I, I just don't, it's just too much. Like, it, it's just too much. You get desensitized to it. And it, it kind of happens on a local level as well. But you never want to see it. You especially don't want to see it from people who their sole purpose is to serve and protect. And I think that's just the the tragic issue. Like, the citizens are the ones that put money into your pockets. And then when you disrespect the code that you're supposed to live by and take a father and a son off the planet, you now go to prison and then the citizens have to pay for y'all mistake. It, it's it's a it's an endless cycle, man. It's uh it's ridiculous. I I love the protest. I love the the fact that people are coming together, mostly black people, but other people as well, and actually invoking changes. We'll see if those changes turn out to work. I'm hopeful. And either way, what's the worst than trying? Um, because it, it's clear that what we have in place right now is not working. Um, 
the riots, while yes, they're terrible. I mean, that's you're you're burning down buildings, you're doing all this bad stuff, you're looting. Everything has its place in history, and that's just honestly how I feel. We have this revisionist history that, of course, everyone knows the victors will forever portray how history is told, essentially. Like, the victors tell the story. And it's it's funny. We're always of this belief that, you know, just always being peaceful will always solve everything. It will, it will always peace is the way. And I just don't agree with that. I think there is a combination of things. I think when you look back and you realize that everyone wants to bring up MLK, and he was a... Uh, was of course pivotal the most pivotal piece to the civil rights movement but when he was assassinated he had a 25 percent approval rating so if what most people are saying is that violence is not the way it's just peace his approval rating should have been a hundred percent but that's just not the case so if his approval was 25 percent what do you think of the malcolm x's or the marcus garvey's or the black panther organization what do you think of all the people who are being more aggressive, being more assertive in their pursuit to equality? Definitely less than 25%. Like, it's just, it's very interesting to me. I, I don't like to really speak much on it because I'm not the most well-versed in these subjects. I didn't go to school for African-American studies or I'm also not out there protesting, but I just find it interesting that people try to see the bad in a situation and overwrite all the good that's happening from the protests. Um, I'm just super hopeful, man. Like, I, I'm super optimistic. It seems like every day a protest is happening, and it's you see all the companies and brands are finally changing the way that they do things and how they move, and it's finally exacting change, and I'm truly grateful for all of my family members, all my friends, and I'm just truly thankful that I can call myself a black man. I'm truthfully proud, because at some points, man, like, you, it gets a little shaky. Like, self-hate is real. really didn't want to get too deep this podcast but I just had to get all this off my chest it's kind of hard to talk about stuff like this even with those who you're close with because at times it's hard to articulate yourself in a way that makes sense and then oftentimes people insert opinions when you don't ask for their opinion um, now obviously all of you are free to hit me up at drunk money podcast uh, at gmail.com uh, you can hit me up on Twitter Follow me at Drunk Money Podcast and let me know your thoughts. Um, but honestly, I'm at a good place right now. I just see all the things that are happening. I see all the people who are trying to make changes, and I would like to do that as well. I'm still trying to figure out what's my way of exacting change. I would obviously like to do something with finance. Um, still trying to figure that out, though. Yeah, man, I hope everyone is doing good. I hope everyone is healthy. I hope everyone is safe and feeling good. 
hope y'all got a drink in y'all hand because it's Thirsty Thursdays. And we'll see y'all next week, man. I'm out.